Have you ever heard the scripture, pride comes before destruction, a haughty spirit before the fall? Well, guess what? That's the topic that we'll be talking about today in our finale for the Avoid Self-Sabotage series here on Affirming Power Podcast. We're going to talk about where the spirit of pride comes from, what are the signs, and how to fix it so that we can live a life of freedom and fulfillment. Let's get started. Okay, listen, I I am so excited that we have made it to the finale of this Avoid Self-Sabotage series here on the Affirming Power podcast. First, I want to say welcome. I am Crystal Benford, your host and the creator of this podcast. And I am so glad that you are watching this or listening because um, I'm just excited that you're here. So since I'm excited that you're here, I need you to do me a favor. (laughs) Please hit the subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or the follow button if you're watching on your favorite podcast platform and make sure that you share this and that you um, that you like it as well because it really helps out to make sure that I'm putting out content that is serving you at your highest level or serving you to get to your highest level. So it's really important. And anytime while you're watching this or while you're listening, feel free to comment because I do want to always hear what you have to say. Even if you have a funny story behind this topic, I want to hear it okay or or a heartfelt story I want to hear it but look at I'm not gonna go on and on and on with this introduction because like I said we are in the final chapter of um, my book avoiding the self-sabotage trap you can get your own copy at www.avoidselfsabotage.com. I have it in ebook version as well as in um, the physical copy. And let me tell you, this book is not just a book that you read one time, you put it down and say, oh, that was so cute. You know, no, this is a life a life tool. Okay. We're talking in this book, we talk about 10 different types of self-sabotage. Um, if you missed any of the previous episodes in this series, you could just click on the icon for the, the, um, the podcast and it should show you all of them. If you are, um, watching this on YouTube and you want to go right to this particular series in the Affirming Power podcast, then go over here to your right, upper left. It should be something popping up here shortly. And then you will be able to um, click on that and it will take you to the, to the whole series. And then you can binge watch or listen um, at, at your, at your disposal. So uh, without further ado, like I said, get the book. It's a great book, not just because I wrote it, but it's a great book because it has helped other people as well. And they still use it. Like people have had it for years and they still go back and read to be like, oh, I'm, I'm dealing with this. How do I overcome this? I'm dealing with self-doubt. How do I overcome this? It is literally a life tool, not just a book. It is your life your life buoy. Okay. And when I say buoy, the, the thing they throw in the water to say to people when they're getting ready to drown, honey, don't drown. Just get the book and it will help you through any of these 10 self-sabotage traits. And, um, yeah, without further ado, let me get started though, but I'm, I'm excited. I want you to grab it. So let's talk about this spirit of pride. Okay. Now I know now when we hear pride, we, we hear it for, um, the LGBTQ plus, Honey, I don't know how many letters there are now, but you hear for their community. But there is actually a spirit of pride that the Bible talks about. Okay, and and you may may have heard me mention earlier that 
pride, that scripture, pride comes before destruction, a haughty spirit before the fall. And so we want to make sure that we are staying out of a spirit of pride, especially as God begins to elevate us. Honey, we want to make sure that we stay out of that pride because of pride, nothing comes good out of pride, but destruction. Okay. A haughty spirit before the fall. The scripture just told us. Okay. So we have to make sure that we are staying humble, but that doesn't mean, you know, be timid. Humble does not mean being timid. Let me, let me put that out there first. Okay. But being humble means that you are not prideful about anything, knowing that you are not the end all to the be all. You are not, you are not the only source. You know, you are not the only one that can do it good, whatever it is that you do in your, your field of work or study or whatever, you know, but just know that you do your best. Your best is amazing, but it doesn't take away from anybody else. And, and yeah, and that you are a part of this world, this earth, you know, and a part of other amazing human beings and that we can benefit from each other. But pride sometimes gets in the way of us understanding that. And we always think that it's a one woman or one man show. So we're going to talk about how to get over this pride. But first, honey, we're going to read this chapter. Okay, so let's talk about it. So, or let's read about it. <laughs> so for some, for some, asking for help is like drinking poison. The pride within tells them that they need no one and that they can do it all on their own. Does it sound familiar, uh, perfectionist? Huh. Moving right along. It doesn't matter how big or small the project or job is. They have an I can do it all by myself attitude and usually the project fails. This isn't the pride where we're proud of our children or proud to be a part of a country or organization. No, this is the pride that has hurt everyone who has operated in it since the beginning of time. This pride will make you believe you have all the answers that no one else can do it better than you. Hmm. And you have the best work and that there is no competition in any hemisphere. It's great to be confident in who we are and what we can do. However, we run the risk of self-sabotaging self ourselves when we have an unhealthy perception of who we are and what we can do. We are not the period and or exclamation mark at the end of every sentence. We are flawed humans and there is always, always room to grow. Okay. So do you think that you the period and the exclamation at the end of every sentence? <laughs> Funny. I'll, look, if you, if you don't, then I'm, I'm going to give you some signs. Or if you're not clear, I'm going to give you some signs that there may be some pride going on inside of you. <laughs> you know, that, that, that you need to go on and, you know, relieve yourself of. So let's talk about the signs of pride. Okay, let's talk about the signs of pride. And like in that excerpt that I just read, we already hit on some of the things that pride is, how people feel, they're hotty, they're fluffed up, and I can do this, and I don't care, can't nobody tell me nothing, and mm -hmm, I'm gonna do it my way, because my way is the best way. That's not always the case, okay? And we really hinder ourselves when we're operating in the spirit of pride. We really, really hinder ourselves, and we cut ourselves off 
to working with other amazing people. And when I say work, it doesn't necessarily mean in a work environment. It could be a partnership, whatever, whether it's ministry, business, personal relationship, whatever. We cut ourselves off to partnering and working with amazing people in life because we think that nobody can add, you know, add anything to us, that we are the bee's knees, as they used to say, that, that we are the it. We're the it factor. Nobody else has it but us. And we close ourselves off because when God begins to move us in a direction where he wants us to start doing bigger things, then he starts bringing people into our lives to help us to launch or to um, to um, launch or to um, execute or bring whatever the vision is to fruition. But if you have this spirit of pride, you're operating in the spirit of pride, then yeah, then 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 you don't want nobody to come because you don't think nobody can do it as good as you. And then if you do bring them on, then you're micromanaging and you're over their shoulder every 10 seconds. Did you do this? Did you do this? Now, how did you do that? You did it like that? Well, I do it like this. Would it, let them people be, please. Let them do what they're supposed to do. And I'm going to give you a story how I learned this the hard way because I always got to give a story. I love stories, so I'm going to give a story. This, this, is, this is my podcast. So um, I, I let me tell you, when I was getting married, my aunt Steffi, she was, I put her in charge of all floral arrangements and honey, them floral arrangements was off the chain. Okay. But nonetheless, but when I was, you know, I was buying the, I was using the, the, the silk flowers, right? So I was buying the silk flowers and like every paycheck, I was buying the silk flowers. I take them over to our house. Then next week, buy some silk flowers, take them over to our house. I just buy all kinds of silk flowers, right? But she was in charge of the arrangement. So when I see, when I came by one time to bring a group of flowers, she already start kind of sort of putting some of the arrangements together. And I said, oh, you doing it like that? Oh, is it, are you going to do you? And she, she said, crystalline. That's what she said. She put her hand up just like crystalline. She said, now look, if you put me in charge of doing this, you need to let me do this. Whoever you put in charge of something, you need to let them do it. You clearly trusted them enough to let them do the job, but, but they can't do it as good as what they need to if you hover. So you want me to still do it? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, well, then let me do it. <laughs> that was... That was my lesson, honey, that when people, when you bring people onto a project, you bringing them on clearly because they have an expertise or a mind to do it and you trust them in that area, then let them do that. But my pride, honey, wanted to jump in and say, uh, this is how I want it. See, in this magazine, they did like this and they had the, the, the orchids over here and they had the boo, 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 boo. Honey, back up, let them do it. And then once they finish it, if it's not quite what you need it to be, then, then you can pivot then. You know, but that pride will push people away. I'm just going to tell you. And so the end result of that was, honey, when I left her alone, nobody else had flower arrangements like mine to this day. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> she did that thing. You hear me? Those flower arrangements were breathtaking for what the, what I held, what my bridesmaids held, what was down the aisle. I mean, they were breathtaking, but nonetheless, okay. I just, I just had a flashback. So I'm, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Okay, so let's talk about, so yeah, I had to learn that lesson too. So don't think that I'm bringing this up to you 
Like, you need to get your life together. No, I no, sugar. I had to get my life together first before I can help somebody else. And this is the perfect thing how to tear down pride. Understand that you have these flaws. Work on these flaws. Make yourself better. Then you can help somebody else that's going to go through the same thing because somebody else will go through the same thing. So let's talk about, just in case you're not sure if you're operating in the spirit of pride or not, let's just talk about some signs, okay? Sign number one of pride is you never, or the spirit of pride, you never ask for help and don't take solid advice. That is horrible. You don't ask for help. And then when the advice comes, you won't take the solid advice. That is a slap in their face. And not only that, that is a discredit to whatever you're building, whatever you're working on, that's a discredit to that thing because that person might have expertise or knowledge in an area that you're not strong at that can just bring that thing full circle. Okay, that's sign number one. I just kind of gave you a fix. See, that's, that's why I need to stick to the sign. Okay, sign number two of pride. You constantly keep making the same mistakes because you don't listen. <gasps> Oh my gosh, I could tell you so many stories about this, but I will not. Woo! Because then I think if I tell you, the people going to know who I'm talking about in the end. <laughs> but there are so many stories where I have dealt with, where I have given wise counsel specific to their needs, and they don't listen. They be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, that's good, that's good. Oh, yeah. Then you ask them, they still in the same toiling, toiling place in their life or in their business. You said, did you do such and such? Yeah, yeah, I remember. You know, I got to get on that. And you don't listen and you're doing something completely different. Mm. And it's still, how's that working for you? And it's still not going good? Right. How's that working for you? Child, but okay, that's, that's my vent. All right. Side number three of pride. You argue with people all the time because you think, only your answers are right. <laughs> Ooh, Lord. Now, now let's just let's just marinate on that, okay? Is 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 any of this a little bit of you? Maybe are are you are you dealing with a little bit of this? Just a tiny bit? Or do you know somebody around you that's looking? Since we don't always want to look at ourselves as the problem, or are you dealing with you know there's somebody in your life? that's going through that and you can think of a person immediately. That's such and such. Well, that is a spirit of pride, whether it's in you or whether it's in somebody else, that's a spirit of pride. That is the, these are the signs of having a spirit of pride. Okay. Another sign of pride, it takes you a long time to work on projects and assignments because you feel like you can do them by yourself. Okay. I don't need no help. Hey, what do you need help? Do you need help with it? No, no, no. I got it. I got it. And then be weeks months years uh, you ain't done with it yet i thought you had it and don't let it be something around the house where you know can't nobody really see it unless they come over that thing can go on and on and on because you didn't ask for help you know help is is a, an amazing thing even jesus had help you know what i mean he knew to take the fisherman and say honey put down the nets and come follow me because I'm going to need your help. You know, he didn't say I need your help. <laughs> but I mean, pretty much they helped his ministry. They were able to to assist to bring things to fruition in a quicker way and more efficient way. And the last sign of pride is you feel like no one is smarter or more gifted than you. And you don't let anyone challenge your theory. It is good to be in it. You know, I see a lot of leaders do this, especially in the churches 
where they surround themselves with a bunch of yes people. But it is good to have people in there with different perspectives and different experiences and different expertise. It is amazing to have people in your circle like that because in your head, you might come up with something that seems like a great idea. And it might be a good idea, but you have people in the room that's going to be like, oh, but did you think about this? Because if you do it like this, this is what could go wrong. And instead, especially, like I said, leaders in, in churches, they look at that as a sign of, I don't need any negativity. Negativity. I don't need nobody being negative. Sugar, it ain't about being negative. You want these people to tell you all the things that could go wrong so that you know how to build this thing rock solid so that you don't run into these issues later and then have to tear everything down and start over from scratch or just scrap it all together. You see what I'm saying? So I'm like, it's good. It's good to have people in your corner. It's good to have people that are objective in your life because they are going to give you the truth, whether it's hard or not. Hopefully these are people that, that are around you that are in love and they care and they're concerned, you know, and, and they, they're coming out of a spirit of love, but, but you have to listen to the, to the bad news. I heard Gordon Ramsay because I used to love to look at not Hell's Kitchen. What was it? Um, well, anyway, one of his shows where he would go in and, and help fix, you know, the issues of, that a restaurant was having. And I heard um, I heard him tell one of the owners in one of the episodes he he was working on this restaurant. And I heard him tell the guy there was all these horrible reviews online. And so he was like, why are you struggling? The reviews are telling you here. The customers are telling you here that this is not working, that this does not taste good. And the guy's like, oh, I don't look at the reviews. He was like, you know, and he made a great point. He was saying people always want the positive and the praise. He said, but the, the positive and the praise and the good reviews don't help businesses grow. It's the bad reviews that help businesses grow. Because now you can see those little weak spots in your business, in your ministry, or even in your life, your personal life, those little weak areas that nobody wants to, you know, touch, especially if you surrounded yourself with a whole bunch of yes people, you know, nobody wants to touch it. But then somebody comes and say, what about this? This needs to be fixed. This is flawed. If you do this right, then you can get this outcome or whatever the case is. But when you listen to the negative, you have to assess, is this hater mode or is somebody, or let me check this to see if this is real, like real talk. Do I really need to look at this and check it out? You know, we have to get to a place where we are humble enough to be able to receive wisdom and constructive feedback. We have to get to a place where we are humble to receive constructive feedback. We have to, if we want to grow, we have to. And the only way that we can accept this feedback, this, these divine revelations, these divine connections, giving us wisdom is by saying, I don't have all the answers, but when you're operating in pride, you can't say that because you feel like you have all the answers which is a surefire way that you are operating in pride. <laughs> okay, but look, I told you I'm not going to leave you there because I don't believe pointing out stuff that's flawed, honey, and don't give you no fixes. So let's let's talk about how to fix the spirit of pride. And these are simplistic. Everything in here is, implement, is something you can take to implement into your life, okay? Um, let's talk about fix number one of pride. 
Think about all the great people in history and currently who have built their successes. They first acknowledged that they can't do it alone and used the help of others. Every one of them. I'm going to bring a name up that everybody knows, Steve Jobs. Okay, I'm going to bring him up, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, I learned years, it was before he passed, but it was years later, of course. But um, I learned that he did, he wasn't even no techie person. He was just a visionary. Like he didn't do no code. He didn't do none of that stuff. Okay. But even he knew, despite how they said his, his personal characterization was, <laughs> you know, but even he knew he could not build what he envisioned without a team. They said he was very arrogant, but he wasn't arrogant to the point where he thought he had all the answers. No, he he was like, no, I need somebody to do. I need a coder. I need a UI designer, a UX designer. I need uh, somebody like in in whatever all that techie stuff is. He knew he was going to need these people in order for what was in his head to come to fruition. So we have to understand that. And then he was cocky for, I mean, what they say, he was cocky then. He didn't want to hear nothing. He knew what his vision was, but nonetheless, he wasn't that prideful to the point where he didn't he didn't acknowledge he needed help. As you wouldn't be there on your iPhone right now, or your iMac, or your MacBook Pro, or your Mac Slim, or whatever whatever Apple devices, honey, you are there because he wasn't overly proud. You you are on it because he was not overly pride prideful to think that he didn't need nobody to help him build out the vision. That's all. Okay, let's talk about another fix of pride. Ask for ask for help and don't do everything on your own. You'll accomplish the task faster and it will be more impactful. And the wonderful thing about this is when you ask for help, especially people, because sometimes people can come into your situation and because it's not their situation, they can come viewing it at a different angle. So they can see things that, you may not have been able to see being in the situation. And like I said, this can be in your personal life or your career. Okay, so it's good to ask people for help. And, and to do this even more strategically, ask people who are experts in that area to help you in the area that you're not good at. Okay, that'll really maximize whatever you're working towards. That'll really maximize you getting out of the headspace of being prideful and not wanting to ask for help because to bring somebody in that is an expert in something that you don't feel quite strong in, that is a great way to tear down pride because it's saying that I need help. I'm not perfect. I don't know this area or don't like it. <laughs> and this person knows more than me in this area, that is a great way to begin tearing down pride. Plus God created us to be in a community. He created us to, to work with each other, to be a part of each other's lives. So there's nothing wrong with asking for help. Finally, the final fix of the spirit of pride is be humble and admit when you don't know something, People will be eager to help and will want to work with you. You hear that? That is so good. Just be humble. That's what I've been saying this whole time, right? 
and admit when you don't know something. It's okay to not know something. It's all right to not know something. Because guess what? Whatever you don't know that you need, somebody else knows it. I like that. Whatever you don't know that you need, somebody else knows it. Like somebody else knows what you don't know. And they know it very well where they can, instead of you trying to learn it yourself because you have this pride and I'm going to do it all on myself so that I can get the pat on the back that I did all this stuff and I was a busy bee and blah, blah, blah. You know, you're wasting time. You're wasting time. Get people, bring people in on whatever you're working towards. Like I said, whether it's in business or career or whether it's in your personal life, bring people in that are experts in the field that you're not good at because it will help help whatever you're working on to come along faster. It will help it be more efficient and it will help it be better in the end. So look, I hope this all helped you. I hope you all enjoyed the Avoid Self-Sabotage series. This was the last one. Don't forget, you still need to grab your book now. Don't forget, grab your book, Avoiding the Self-Sabotage Trap. It is a wonderful book and it is a life tool that you can keep literally in your little purse, your little clutch, your backpack on your nightstand because there are 10 different types of self-sabotage that this book talks about and it helps you to overcome each one of them. There are fixes in the back of every chapter. Okay, so they help you to overcome these issues of life that you will experience in life. It's just it's just human nature. You will experience them in life, but go to www.avoidselfsabotage.com. And of course, you know I already got it in the description. Okay, so just click in the description. One has ebook next to it, the other one has book. But I hope you all enjoyed me. Now, Affirming Power Podcast is gonna keep going. So we're gonna have some new stuff outside of this. Um, series so that's going to be coming next week I cannot wait to hear what you have to say don't forget to share subscribe follow if you're in your favorite podcast platform and make sure that you comment did I say like yeah like it but make sure that you comment too because I want to know what you think and what you feel and what you're going through because I want to support you as well all right guys thank you so much and I will see you on the next one love y'all okay bye